This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Rabbit Hole Distillery and their one-of-a-kind Kentucky bourbon and rye whiskeys. What I love about these guys uh, is they are small batch, okay? That means under 15 barrels, so you know the quality is going to be there in every single bottle. I love the way this bottle grips. I feel like I can run around with it like this and drink it all day. I love this stuff. They have four different expressions. The the Boxer Grail is what I've been sipping on. This is their Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. You guys know I'm not a big rye guy, uh, but I do like this a lot. They also have the Derringer. Uh, Derringer is their uh, straight bourbon uh, whiskey finished in sherry casks, which I love. The High Gold, which I usually be sipping on, that's the Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. That's the OG. And also to finish off the Quattro, it's uh, the Cave Hill, the Kentucky Straight Bourbon Cave Hill as well. This stuff, very delicious. But this uh, Boxer Grail, that Sour Mash Rye I've been digging on, uh, it's very good, man. It's uh, It's got a punch from that rye grain, but follows it up with flavors of citrus, light, bright floral notes, and they got black tea flavors in there. Either way, you got to get your hands on some of this stuff. They sell it all over the place. You go to rabbitholedistillery.com and you can find out where they sell it in your neighborhood. They list everywhere where these are available. Uh, and do yourself a favor. Pick up a bottle and see how much you like it for yourself. Follow me down the rabbit hole, won't you? Go to rabbitholedistillery.com slash drizzly, rabbitholedistillery.com slash drizzly. Use promo code rabbit for $5 off your first order. Pick it up, drink it up, and do it responsibly. Have fun. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining the show, welcome to the show. We got a good one for you today, like my man Steve Harvey done say. It's Nimesh Patel. Nimesh Patel. Very funny dude. Go check him out. He puts up a ton of stuff on the interwebs, as all the new comedians do of this day. You got to keep up with the times, baby. Uh, speaking of which, what time is it? Time to come see your boy on New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve Eve. I'm in Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Come on out. Uh, if you got plans on New Year's Eve, come out New Year's Eve Eve. If you have plans on New Year's Eve Eve, come out New Year's Eve. If you have no plans at all, come to both shows. We're out here, baby. Go to andrewsantino.com for those tickets. andrewsantino.com for tickets. That's the only place to get them. Don't go anywhere else. I'm also doing meet and greets, so you can come say hi to your boy on New Year's Eve. andrewsantino.com. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It is the first time, and hopefully not the last time, I'm joined with Nimesh Patel. Thank you. Thank, thank you for thank coming, you. man. Cheers. Uh, you're drinking a little bit of wine because Bert Kreischer gave you wine, yes. which is sad to me. I'm, of course, <laughs> having you. a little bit of rabbit hole, having some cave hill. But uh, how is the wine, first of all? It's exactly how we said it was, which is mm. a great Syrah, easy to drink. You could tell... It's not. It's definitely not complex. It's like uh, uh, the reason the wine he was so uh, uh, adamant about is like it doesn't get you hungover because it doesn't have as much sugar. Yeah. It doesn't have many tannins and sulfides, and you can tell it definitely does. Because it tastes like shit. It tastes good. I could drink. I could guzzle this for sure. It's like because it's not heavy, is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, Syrah. It's, Syrah is like a lighter grape. Is that why? I have no idea. Who knows? You know enough. You sounded up top. You sounded can, like a, a sommelier. Sa- I mean, I I went to a vineyard once. And so <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> You're like every white girl in the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. They go once. They're like, this is a blended grape. It's, it's yeah, very the, good. The, the soil with pecorino very, cheese. The soil was perfect. I looked. No. I've been to a bunch of different wineries, uh-huh. uh, vineyards over the years, and um, I do that thing where I'm like, I'm gonna pay attention. I'm gonna listen. 
and I get shit-faced, and yes. I miss all of it. All it's of the it. same with cooking shows. My wife and I watch a million cooking shows, uh -huh. like millions of them. I don't know. I couldn't tell you how to make one thing. Because <laughs> you're drunk or eating? Just because I'm busy, and I don't care. It's, in the, it's background, it's background noise. noise. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just background noise. You so, were married. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm married. Yeah, I know. You thought I was gay. A lot of people say that. That's not what I was going to nah, say. No, no, don't lie to me, dude. You're in I my thought, studio. I thought you were just a, a, a much younger bachelor. No. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. old am I? 38? 39. Okay. It's not that young. Yeah, I'm 36, but yeah. yeah. How long have you been married? Uh, Technically two years, but because we did it, we did it like- she was in prison for the first one? Yes, yes. I had it locked up. No, it was, uh, what's it called? Pandemic. Oh, so yeah. we, were supposed, we were supposed to get married right at the beginning of pandemic, and then pandemic happened, so we yeah. couldn't, but- uh, I had to do the legal thing because my my grandma my grandpa was like you got to get married he's like ninety five and telling me this from his uh, like bed he had been in for like ten years you got to get married before I die so it's like wow. I was like all right <laughs> so, so for that, him so you did it for him yeah so we got we did the legal thing just so we could go and whisper in his ear we're married now and then, he didn't even get to come to the wedding no 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 and then like wow a year and a half later we did the Indian the traditional Hindu ceremony. Right. And uh which are phenomenal by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Eight hundred thousand people show it, up. It was small, it was only like two hundred and fifty, but it was uh, a tiny. <laughs> it was a small wedding. But we did it and then like a month and a half later he was gone. Oh man. Yeah, so yeah. the wedding killed him. Yes, literally, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. I do a bit about it on stage, but I was like, Yes, that <laughs> we, kept we saying, knocked it out. He kept saying I'm waiting and How like, old was he? Ninety five. Dude, Indians, man. Longevity out of Longevity, you guys. yeah. Did you have an elephant at the wedding? No, no. Sometimes they no, do, right? They've, I've seen elephants. I've seen the standard thing is a horse. Love the horse. But I had a. You could have propped him up on a horse, your grandpa. And let him <laughs> yeah, just weekend at Burn. No, he galloped. was there. I mean, yeah, no, I would love for him to come, but he could. He, there was no way he was gonna uh, make it there in a wheelchair or nothing. But he, uh, uh, we had a rented a white car, a white Jaguar. Oh, uh, that, instead of a horse. Oh, I, was I like, like I, that. I was like, I don't want a horse. <laughs> they still, they stink. Yeah, they're, they're shit. They're yeah, shit. They're shit the everywhere. Shit. They don't want to be there. You know, the horse has never been asked his opinion on if it wants to come to a <laughs> wedding or not and be surrounded by a bunch of drunk Indians at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it's like the, a waste of time. At least I got the, had, I had the car for the weekend. So oh, cool. that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Did, was, you, did you let your wife drive it? <laughs> they're not allowed in my culture. To, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I understand. <laughs> I really uh, like you guys. That's why. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense, uh, man. Yeah. yeah, keep them in she their place. She walks behind me. Right on. <laughs> at, at all times. <laughs> Ten paces, dude. Ten yep, paces. Yep. I it, get it. Keep it strict. Keep it real strict. So you were in town. You're playing shows in San Diego. You're on tour right now, yes or no? Yes, I'm on tour. It's called the Lucky Lefty Tour. Uh, find tickets at findingnemesh.com. There oh. it is. I'll be in L.A. at the theater at the Ace Hotel in January, January 20th. So come what see theater? Me. There's a theater there? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I'm, it's Ace not, Hotel Theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I guess so. But, yeah, there's a theater there. So I'll be doing that. Wonderful. That's great. Yeah, I'm excited. And you got – and I said this before, you know, when I intro the show, that you – you're someone I'm jealous of because we're in the same age range, uh -huh. right? But you put out stuff online so much. A lot of guys are really good at it now. And I would say specifically – New York guys are very good at it, uh -huh. um, and you guys put out so much material on there. Are you also kind of, you know, are you in a place now where you're like, I don't care to burn this stuff because I'm not specifically working on an hour that I'd rather I'd rather just put more stuff out. No, well, I mean, it's uh, if you want to know the art and the science of it, the math of it all. Give me your math. The math for me is that you know I started putting stuff out in. Let's just call it like November 2020, uh, December 2020 on TikTok. Sure. And 
I had, you know, I had filmed an hour at the cellar in like uh, um, July, August 2019. So I had an hour to chop up and, and I could put that out. And then I also had, you know, six years of cellar clips. The cellar's been recording stuff. Yeah, I know. For I about, get them sometimes when I go. Yeah, they've been recording stuff forever. They have, a, they have a, uh, uh, you can get it without the watermark. Oh, I just got to really, I got to really hit up Liz. Yeah, right Liz. Thing. It's literally just no watermark in the email. It takes a little bit longer, but yeah, that's, that's. Okay. Uh, so I had, I had, you know, six, five, four years of clips that I could chop up and put out and then a bunch of other stuff. And so while that was going on, uh, I had enough until basically I, I was like a month or so into my tour, the first tour that I was on. And then I realized that I'm going to be filming every set. I'm not going to put up any material, but. Tons of crowd stuff just happens. Yeah, and uh, uh, and I'll bracket the step aside and say it's so funny to see people think crowd work is all he does or crowd work is all you do. It's like no, when you do some volume of shows, random crowd incidents happen at every show. Yeah, it's not like I only talk to the crowd to for my entire set. It's like I'll talk to a crowd and sometimes something will they'll say something stupid. And that will end up, okay, this is, again, stuff I don't have to burn. It's just a very yeah. funny thing I put out. Oftentimes, they'll yeah. say something stupid. And it, it doesn't even have to be, like, mean or or anything of the sort. It's just an in-the-moment thing that you've managed to capture. Yeah. And so what ended up happening and what has ended up happening is that I can put out a mix of jokes I know I, that won't fall into my set that I just wrote or, like, topical stuff and that I think are funny or, or things that I've been working on for a long time, but I know don't belong in the specific hour that I'm creating right now. Right. And that I know I probably won't revisit at some point, so let me just put it out. And, like, yeah. knowing that I put it out will make me not precious about it. And I, I'm all of the mind, like, oh, it's it's gone already. I, I've already let it go. Like, let it go. Let it be what it is. So that's good on you, man. I'm editing yeah. my special right now, and uh -huh. boy, oh, boy, is it annoying. Why? I just, I'm particular, you know? Like yeah. I, I just, like, I don't put a lot of stuff out online. And I've been told a million times I should, and I just don't do it. And now that I haven't done it, uh -huh. I feel like I'm just going to wait till the special comes out, and that'll be my version of that. Yeah. Are but you I, are you hesitant to put stuff out? I say the N-word a lot, <laughs> yeah. and that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I mean, no, you got to have a big drop for that. Yeah, <laughs> the N-word special. It's just because I don't, uh, you know, I, I'm of this weird mindset, and it's a, it's a me thing that uh, comedy is live. And mm -hmm. whatever you put out online, no offense, you, me, anybody, it's never going to be as good as live. It it's, just is not. So for me, if I can get away with not putting out as much live stuff and just uh, putting out stuff and then just make you come see me live, then I feel like that's that's the angle that I'm in, enjoying right now, especially because the internet is inundated yes. with guys who have a clip a day. Uh, you know, like, you know, yeah. I've, you, I've, I don't know if I've you, caused you that. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I've caused that prol proliferation. Uh, but I definitely participated. Well, you're a in part it. of it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and that's and that's fine, dude. It's awesome. It's just I wanted I stayed a little bit true to the idea that I was like I don't think that's for me personally uh -huh. for no other reason than I that's not what I wanted to do, and so I've stuck with it even though I've seen the success. So I'm I'm, I'm happy happy to see it working, but also I like to stay in my little. Let nook. me let me try to lure you to the darker side, which is. I'm of the same mind that the stuff I put out and the, whatever special I tape or whatever, it will never fully capture the live experience. Ever, yeah. But for whatever reason, that crowd work thing or that that clip or whatever makes someone want to go to the live thing. Yeah. 
and that I think it adds it, it feeds into your sure. desire of like I want people to experience it live. Yeah, I guess like I guess your point is that. I'm doing yeah. well enough without it. Yeah, okay. Right now. <laughs> I'm not, okay? Yeah, go come see out. him. Go Please see him. Please come see me. I mean, go see me first, but then go see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about let's talk about something not so serious and sure. fun. Um Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> this guy's still supporting him. I got him on. After all this shit. I got I mean they, hey, they were free. Uh but uh I mean uh, it's insane what's going on with this dude. It's like shocking. Everything I hear that he's talking about, I feel like um, he's doing it just for clips on the internet. It's almost as if you were like, what could you say every time you do a podcast that would be undoubtedly the perfect clippable thing? And it's like, well, be anti-Semitic, be racist, be homophobic. Like there's a list of easy hitters. Yes. And this dude literally is like in a car before and he's like, I'll say that, I'll say that, I, I, I'll say I think, that. You know, it's like- He's losing his mind. I don't, the man, well, let's just say, the, let's say the, we can agree that the man is a genius musically. Sure, totally. He's, yes. one of the, he's probably the best. Uh, he's probably the best hip hop artist of all time. Uh, he's in a category of a few. Yes, let's he's, just say that top five, undoubtedly, yeah, maybe of top time. three. Yeah, of all time. I and he's a billionaire. I don't sure. think anyone in his position or his mindset or someone who's been in the media for this long doesn't know exactly what they're doing at all times. Ah, uh, so uh, maybe even when they're having a psychotic break, my conspiracy theory mind is like this is all part of some plan. He knows this exactly is a pretty what weird is. plan. His anti-Semitism, as <laughs> as anti-Semitic as it was, I think was directed at the Kushners, which I think is fine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you know, if he targets one, you're okay with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If it's Jer- if the Kushner family, yeah, cool. Fuck See, them. I think he's I think he's shooting into the sky at random, and he's trying to just piss off as many people as he can and say uh-huh. the most fucked up shit that he can because uh-huh. he knows it'll be. It's like the most insight. It's it's what it's did he say recently? Well, dude. Uh, that interview with Cuomo was bananas. Did he did an interview that? with Cuomo. No, uh, it was nuts. Uh, my eyes have been. I've been very uh, close to what's been going on in. Well, most let me just everything. say, you don't want to be on his side. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, I'll, I'll delete that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> For Kanye. <laughs> it is nuts, man. It is like wild to watch. It's just uh-huh. like a. It's funny because we'll ne- we didn't get to exp- uh, wait. How do you how old are you? What did you say? Thirty six. Yeah. So we're close in age. It's like we'll never be- get to see. On a good note, guys from our youth in the hip hop world that we grew up with and loved, uh-huh. we're never going to see this fall from them, right? Because they're gone already, or yeah. they're they're t- oh, too old, or they're Jay Z, right? And, 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 and like, who's too rich and too quiet yeah, to even care anymore? Yeah, yeah. Also, too old, by the way. Yeah, Jay Z's fucking old now. Fifties. Right? But when you see him at like games and shit, he does look fucking old. I'm like, I remember when he was a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. On Life and Times, and you're like, hey, that's a kid. That's a 24-year-old, 26-year-old right. man. But that- it's just, I guess the guys from our youth, because uh, you're a hip-hop head, yeah. I know, and I I am too, and those guys are either gone or doing their own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're kind of not going to have this mental breakdown publicly, but I think the advent of the internet and social, which is what Kanye has been used at, during his growth and his height has made him even more famous. I think that's part of his collapse. That's why we're seeing it. Yeah, I think when you have no one else to communicate through and no other way to do it than just being and seeing a, a direct medium, you realize that it, 
the, some people need a filter. <laughs> it's oh not like the, the music is how he should be channeling whatever he's feeling. Yeah. And the instant he stops doing that, whatever filter music provides, may, maybe his anti-Semitism needs like a beat. <laughs> like, if you put that shit to like an old school Pete Rock Tomato sample, weight so, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I hear oh, right. Man, all right. Jews <laughs> do be controlling them. Yeah. That's that's insane. <laughs> no, but he, but, but he just needs, yeah, he needs, he needs, you know, he needs some love. I yes. think he just needs some love. Yes. Ha ha for Pete Davidson, by the way, making it, uh, man, does that guy look even better and better as time goes on? I love, I love Pete. It's I love wild. Where you at, the Pete, dude, man? The Pete, love you, man. Pete's the man. Pete couldn't look better yeah. as time has gone on. He's won all of these little wars. It's so weird. And yeah. he doesn't fight in any of them. Nope. And I'm not just saying Kanye. Everything else that goes on around Pete, <laughs> it's like he keeps winning over and over, and he doesn't have to pick up a gun. It's he's, incredible. He's Although he does own a lot of guns. America, listen up. Pete Davidson <laughs> owns about 57 guns. That's why he walks like that. That's There's right. two in his pants at all times. It's not big dick energy. It's big gun energy. Big gun energy. He's <laughs> got, yeah, yeah, I would have big gun energy, too, if I had a big-ass gun. Yeah, but, we just don't own guns because we're not allowed to. People no, like you and I, because you know, we'll just... <laughs> we're both felons. Yeah, willy nilly. If you were a felon, what would your crime have been? Some white collar embezzlement, that's stealing right. from a charity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll Brett Favre this shit. <laughs> that's what I would do. By the way, I love that they were like Brett Favre took money from a, a small com- uh, community and never went and did the thing. You're like that. They all do that. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's what an it athlete. Is. Yeah, you mean being course. a pro athlete? <laughs> Open up the books on Joe Buck. Let's see what that guy's done. Like, I think it's so funny. Anyone that's involved in sports media, for sure, they're taking checks and not doing the job. Uh-huh. By the way, sometimes comics at, all, you know, at, at a super high level, they get paid so much money to do a corporate, they're not there. They're barely there. Yeah. They show up. Uh, hey, guys. They do 15. They eat a steak and they fly home on a jet. Yeah, glad you know? to be here at this Four Seasons. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad to be supporting... Uh, <laughs> Time Management Corp. What so thank this? you guys. Yes. Have you done corporates, by the way? I've done a few. Uh, you love them. I've done. I've done a few that I've loved. Yeah. Like the oddly enough, the Zoom corporate ones that I did. Oh, that must have been easy. It Jeez. was. Uh, I tried to make it as entertaining as possible for myself too. Yeah. And like I think I got hired to do two or three. Two of them were just like random fifteen minute spots, and I was like, I warned them before. I was like, look, I'm not gonna. I'm doing political stuff. I don't care if you feel like it or not. If you don't like it or not, don't matter. They, right. they usually say don't do political stuff. I was, I'm doing it. And, like, that went great. One or two of them, two of them were for, like, um, people I had worked for previously. And they had gone, one of them had gone to another company. It was, like, the in the in on the board of another company. And uh-huh. I was like, well, you're going to pay me this much money. But in return, I will make, like, a custom set for you guys. Like, oh, that's nice. You know, so, like, give me, I need all the information. I need, I'll spend, like, a week or two. Like, you know, writing jokes on, like, every single person in the board or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's always fun. Like, I like doing that. It, it's worth, it makes it worth the money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, this is cool. Like, and they feel like they got a, a good product. And I would never, I wouldn't do that typically unless the check was big enough. But for these two people, like, they had worked for them before. And I was like, I'll do it exactly like this. And so I had a blast in corporate stuff. So that's good. Yeah. The, the other w- side of it is really a nightmare. Yeah. The, the one, the one I did... It was a it was a retreat for doctors in yeah. uh, a a bunch of Houston doctors had a retreat in San Antonio. Why would doctors pick you? <laughs> <laughs> well, funny enough, I had I performed at a one of my friends had to step out step out from doing uh, emceeing a the 
Indian American Physicians Association. Oh, conference. I got invited to that. Yeah, a few you, times. you were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to help. <laughs> yeah, I was serving. Yes. Yeah. Here or is pate. a mo- here is here is a model patient. This is how not to behave. <laughs> Do not drink whiskey every night. They're just showing my liver up yeah. on the board. They're like, this is what not to do. Yep. I'm just like, wait a minute. No, I'm, <laughs> not, yeah. I'm here working. Uh, so he had to start, So I got to MC it, and this was right around the time I started work really carving out my healthcare material. Mm-hmm. And so when I MC'd it, I made sure I did the healthcare stuff up top. Um, and everyone loved it. The doctors loved it. It was like a room for like three, 400 people. And I was just telling the story of how an asthma attack and all that stuff. Two years later, I get hit up by the guy who had been sworn in as president at that event that I emceed. He's like, hey, a smaller group of doctors is doing this um, retreat. We'd love for you to come and uh, do 10, 20 minutes. Sounds a little culty. Do 20 minutes. And it's all the it's all the doctors who are like the heads of their departments and like the heads of other departments who have had, you know, a very difficult pandemic time uh, in Houston. Uh and their families at, at this at the San like Antonio children, children at the San Antonio hotel ballroom, and I'm slated to do 20, and I've written I know what my 20 is because it's like a lot of the healthcare stuff, and I wrote a bunch of new healthcare stuff. I go up, and I my healthcare angle is like I don't respect doctors at all. It's the same. Yeah, so now I'm telling these doctors, you guys ain't shit. <laughs> I feel like doctors are like prostitutes, this and that, and it's just like it it it's twenty on paper. It's seven and a half. <laughs> sweaty <laughs> people moving around. It's a ballroom, but the right. lights are all on and the thirty foot ceiling. Yeah, a fucking podium with a shitty mic. Uh-uh. No one's. Everyone's got like food on their table. Everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? Right, and it was terrible. To the point where the guy that hired me, the president that had hired me, refused to even like shake my hand afterwards, Ooh. like like because because I made him look bad in front of his senior people. Mm. And uh, the check cleared though. Yeah, check cleared for sure. The check had to clear, and they wanted me to apologize. And I was like, No, I'm not gonna. You knew exactly what it was when you yeah. were hiring me. Uh, uh, if anything, like you should. I don't want to say apologize, but you should adjust how you think comedy shows are going to go and yeah. never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, bud. Yeah, it's all on you. I didn't. I, I, I felt bad that they didn't like it, but I didn't apologize for anything that I was going to say. Whatever. Or, nor do I. But I just remember, I, mean, I was like, I'll never do anything of that ilk again. Like, no. I, I feel like I had like this pit in the back of my stomach going like, th- when I said yes, I go, this, this probably ain't going to work out. These these doctors say they're up for it, but I don't think they're up for a good old-fashioned ribbon. Uh-uh. 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 And, and especially, like, older doctors. You Not know, a lot of doctors have that good of a sense of humor. They don't. Except for, like, plastic surgeons, because they're, they, as we all know, those aren't real doctors. No. <laughs> they're just fucking yeah. people that got hyper, hyper-specialized at playing with tiny... I, I can shit on doctors all day. but Plastic surgeons are just, like... Uh, Kids who loved uh, connects, you know, or like they were very good at like building little things. Do you have doctors in your family? No, 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 no. I'm hey, white you, trash. You guys started the whole doctor thing. No, 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 no. I don't mean the white. I mean orange. I'm an Irish trash. We're. Uh, I, have you ever met an Irish doctor? You no. ever met doctor, doctor, <laughs> <laughs> doctor Mick? Anything? No, 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 no dude. I'm trash. Uh, only no, the I bartenders. From, I come from people who build uh, things. This yeah. is, do you see how good my wrist snap yeah, was? Yeah, strong motion. Yeah, I come, from, uh, I come from the bluest of collars. No doctors. 
no lawyers. I don't have anybody of any sort of upper echelon in any of my bloodline. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I come I, from real dog shit. I'm sorry to hear that. No, no, no. Also, it's made you a, a strong person. I'm I the imagine. king of all of them. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm on yeah, top of the mountain. Yeah, you living. You living, man. I'm killing it. <laughs> my, we, are got, your parents I, doctors? No, 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 no. Engineers? No. My dad is How, how much more racist can I my, be? My, no, it's, this is a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> Most other people have seen this chair. One of them would have said, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but... Uh, no, my doc, my dad, uh, has a liquor store. My mom, uh, liquor store. yeah, my dad, my mom is a chemist, but, uh, 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 that's okay. Not like a high level chemist. She's worked at the same place for quite a while now, but she, yeah, she's a chemist and, uh, uh, yeah, there's no like hyper white collar in me, sure. it, it might, but my sister's a lawyer Boom, there and, it is. and then my Five first cousins who are doctors. Come on. <laughs> My other cousin married a doctor. There's a lot of uh, doctors. There's a lot of, a lot of doctors. So I can, that's why when I talk shit about physicians, it's coming from a place of knowledge. Right. Like I've argued with my cousins constantly about the things that we argue about that make fun of on stage. It's just they're not there to defend themselves, <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly how it should be. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> and doctors have it good enough that nobody gives a shit if uh, they. Yeah. Oh, your the doctor feels bad about something. It's fine. Except the doctors. The doctors get doctors get real up in arms. Like I get when my when I put doctor stuff out, it'll always be like you don't know shit. People and the doctors commenting in the funny. I'm like. Word, you really, you mad? Shouldn't you be in surgery right now? Like, why are you talking? It's just like resident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go work seventeen hours a day. <laughs> you know, like it was. It, it's like that. So when I did that corporate gig, I was like, these doctors, I'll never, I will never do another corporate gig when it's eighty year old doctors in the room. Just like we should have retired thirty years ago. Yeah. Okay. Although, if they call up and they're like. We're going to give you a, a fucking truck of money. Yes. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what? Let's yeah. do it. I think okay. we should do Open it. Open heart surgery. Let's do it. I think it's time to do it now. Are your yeah. parents proud of your profession now? Yes. Being I, a, one of the I, top one percenters on OnlyFans that you are? <laughs> I think, uh, uh, I think, I would hope so. I think they're just proud of the fact that I'm finally doing exactly what I want in every single way I want to be doing it. That's great. You know what I mean? That sounds very, that's, a, that's about as whole as that statement could be. They're just happy that you're doing all the things that you want. I just want to do everything. I'm just doing everything I want. And nothing I don't want all that's, the time. That's the literal goal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, how long have you been doing stand-up? 13 years. And at the beginning, the goal was to, can I just do stand-up or and comedy, whatever, you know, uh, et cetera. Something in comedy. And make money. Yes. And not have to do shit I don't want to do. Exactly. And but you will do corporates and shit that you don't want to do within the thing, but also, as long the, as you get to do the thing thing. Exactly. Yeah. With the right check attached. Right. I will say, I'll say no to shit now, which is, what a good feeling. Wow. You know, it's just like, nah, I don't want to do that. Or, I haven't said no in years. Yeah, it feels fucking I fantastic. should start doing it. It might be the whiskey <laughs> uh, uh, that is keeping <laughs> you from saying no. But uh, I still say yes. I say yes only because I feel like they're going to, I feel like they ask you to leave at some point. So now I'm like, I, I got to say yes. Yes, uh, I, I understand that fear, but I'm also like, I value my time differently now because mm. I don't. You have kids? No. Okay. Uh, uh, but I do have, uh, I know that I want to spend time with people I care about more than I want to do certain other things. So Smart. I'm just, so I'm just like, yeah, I probably won't. I'll probably cancel this show I got coming up this week, like in New York. I'm like, Adam. Yeah, I don't feel like doing it. It's a good amount of money, but it's like I don't I've just so okay. So I've done it. I've done it to that degree. I I know what you're saying. Like I'm since I got the special, 
I keep I keep taking time off, uh-huh. and I say I'm gonna go back and do spots and start warming up, and I've done two. Uh-huh. Uh, but this whole week I was like, no, 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 and then this happened, and I was like, oh, do I want to schedule a show? But I have that pod with the mesh, and I thought, no, I think I'm gonna keep taking the week off, and I keep doing it, which has made me feel good, and I think it also comes with time. Yeah. And busyness on other things that I'm focused on. Yeah. I think. So I start to section off what I care about. Yeah, I'll get back to it, but you know. It's a maturity thing. I think it's just like, yeah. I think, and a com- confidence thing in the sense that I think when you start and you're like, I got to do every single show there is. Every yeah, single- yeah. Oh, as many sets a night as I could possibly yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like, I know who I am. I know yeah. my pace. I know, what, I know what work I'm capable of doing. Should I turn? want to turn that switch on right and so uh when it comes to the freedom that i have and you know hopefully we'll be able to maintain i think that's the thing my parents were most likely most proud of like that i've achieved this kind of freedom and that you know they came to see my when i taped the thank you china special back in new york in december they came to see it and uh that was like the biggest show of me they it was only 400 people or something but it was like for them like 400 people times two are going to be watching him tonight. Like, a lot. They came to see him, and then at the end of uh, the, the first taping, like I shouted my parents out, and my dad was in the crowd. My parents were in the crowd. My my dad stood up and was like, Oh, that's wild. <laughs> I was like, nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, take it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. They're Don't proud. take my shine, Pop. <laughs> they're Sit proud. down. They're proud, you know, so. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's like, does your, is your wife in the game? No. No, no, no. She's out yeah. the game. One yeah, head chopper yeah. household. That's what yes, we say. Yes, exactly. You got to keep the other side clean, you know? She is uh, uh, away, as far removed from the world of comedy as you could be uh, uh, right now. You know, I met her when she was a waitress at a, at a club. Um, but now, At a comedy club? Yeah. Would, oh, you just like Joe Rogan. It's a classic story. What? Uh, well, which one? Uh, I won't say. Just uh, oh, oh, privacy. Yeah, yeah, Let's make it up. Were you at Magoobies? <laughs> yeah, Magoobies. That's where it was. It Magoo- was at Magoobies. Magoobies in Poughkeepsie, Connecticut. <laughs> What's her name? Toe. I knew Toe from Magoobies. <laughs> yes. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. The very opposite of her Lazy name. Lazy eye, high tooth. She mm-hmm. had one high tooth, mm-hmm. right? Stank. Loved her. <laughs> Smelled terrible. <laughs> That's how I knew I had a shot. <laughs> All right, least favorite city to perform in. Go for it. Come on. In here, we pour whiskey. Hey, if you've thought about securing your home, because what matters more than your security, your safety, and feeling good, Simply Safe is incredible. Uh, right now, uh, the Whiskey Ginger fam is going to order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. That's their biggest offer of all time. Uh, they were named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. It's the third year in a row, baby. Going for that trip, huh? That trip. And emergency professional monitoring agents use fast protective technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and very, very, very safely verify if that threat is real. And you can get faster police dispatch to your front door to find out who's going in your yard. I've used Simply Safe for a while now. I love it. There's cameras all over the house. I've got uh, motion detectors as well as cameras, sensors. Um, and it makes me feel great knowing that someone is there if I need it, especially if I'm not home. They got 24/7 monitoring uh, agent, and Simply Safe has a great, great support staff. Um, and I think it's wonderful. It's easy to set up. That's the best part. They ship it to you uh, in a box, and they can help you set it up. You can do it yourself. I'm not that smart. I need help for sure, as you know. Um, but you should give it a try. Don't miss your chance uh, for massive savings on keeping yourself safe with Simply Safe. 
Uh, my favorite security system. Get 50% off any new si- system. That's 50% off. Half off at simplysafe.com slash whiskey today. Simplysafe.com slash whiskey. It's our biggest discount of the year. That's simplysafe.com slash whiskey. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Roman is the digital health clinic for men. There's no waiting rooms. There's no hassle. We've talked about Roman on the show before. You know what it is. You know what they got going on. A whole bevy of good stuff for the man. All right, just a straightforward and discreet digital experience, all from the comfort of your own home and your couch outside in your yard, walking around through the neighborhood, listening to tunes on your headphones or this podcast. Uh, achieve your healthcare goals. Get started by completing a free online visit. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional from the United States, of course. Uh, we'll work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman ships directly to you in discreet packaging with free two-day shipping. All right? You know what Roman is. Get Roman ready, my friends. If you want a little pump down, want an extra pump flowing in the pipes down below, you got to get yourself some Roman. Uh, it's incredible. It's, uh, look, it's generic Viagra. That's what it is. What else is there to say? Uh, and it's $4 per dose. $4, that's less than a cup of coffee, by far. Especially what you guys are drinking these days, you kids. $4 is uh, less than a magazine in a newsstand, which almost doesn't even exist anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, just go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey today. All right, millions of men are going through it. You're not alone. Just go grab some stuff and feel better. Get that blood flow better to the basement. Uh, that's GetRoman.com slash whiskey. GetRoman.com slash whiskey today. Ginger. I like gingers. You Bro, know it. I I've, see you knowing it. You're thinking about, should I say it? Because it's I've me. I've been everywhere. I'm saying. I, Buffalo was probably my worst time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, buff is tough. But I mean, Do I you had, a casino or play a club? I did helium. Okay. And uh, the club is great, but I think they were the most drunk crowds I've had. Well, it's Buffalo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one show, I, I, I'll never forget it. One guy was so, he just kept yelling, Josh Allen. Yeah, well, he's right. Yeah, Josh Allen. I was like, yeah. that's all y'all got is Josh Allen. Yeah, but God bless Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, Josh Allen's great. And Von Miller went over there too, though. Uh, those sacks the other night were instrumental. Amazing. Yeah, but him yelling out. Josh Allen. Like, he, like it was, I think, 13 times. And yeah. no, no one from the club said shit. Uh, and I told him, hey, man, you, <laughs> all right. Every time yeah, like, he yells Josh Allen, the owner just goes, uh, yep. Yep, yep. At one point, at one point, Someone, it might have been the same guy. Have you done the helium in Buffalo? Mm-mm. Uh, no. At, at one point, so the stage entrance is here. Like, this is, this is the stage. There's like a ramp up to the stage. The guy or someone is like leaned up on the wall trying to creep up onto the stage. And I was like, what are you doing? And then someone pulled him away. It's like his girlfriend. Not security. His yeah. girlfriend like, pulled him away. His girlfriend was working security that night, yes. by the way. And I was just like, I don't know what... I had a good time with the jokes and stuff, but just that vibe of, like, these people are trashed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't... Like, what's wrong? Like, Buffalo just, is wild. It's like, uh, they're, they're not New York. They're in New York, but they're not New York. No. But they're not the Midwest. No. But they talk like us. They're they the kind of have the South. same culture, but they're, yeah, they're the South and the North. Yes. It's a real... It's strange. They're... They're on the little. I'm sorry, Buffalo. I do love you. Thank, thanks for showing up. But man, you're weird as fuck. Albany, also another weird as fuck place. Albany. I played that bozo egg venue that they put me in. The egg, you know the egg. No. Yeah, look up the egg. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just a big fucking egg in the middle of Albany, and you're like, what? Why did they do the, some? This is the problem with super small towns that have big egos a little bit. They think they need to make um, art 
a big part of their culture yeah. to be like, people will come. If we put an egg out there, no. someone's come. Right now, I've been tweeted at a thousand times because in the middle of, I think it's it's in Canada. I want to say it's actually in Alberta. Uh, someone, it, a guy is a big sculpture in the middle of a field of a man holding a Cheeto. And because my, you know, people call me Cheeto online, people have been like, you gotta go take a picture with this thing. And it's <laughs> like, I know, but then what else? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I'm in this fucking shitty ass I can't town. go to like a good restaurant thereafter. No. I'm, then I've got a picture of me with the thing to appease the people. If I'm near it, sure, but they for some reason, cities who are like desperate for you to get there because they don't have much, they love to put a bunch of bullshit art everywhere. And they like to tell you all the things about their city that are incredible. And it's like three things, and you're just like, like I went to Marquette, Michigan. Yeah. You've been? No, I've never been. It's. For, it's a very nice place. Like, it's a sure. beautiful, small town, maybe 20,000 people. A lot of whites. A lot of whites. Very white. <laughs> they are Trump supporters. Yeah, you like, were the only one. That they were. They, they, they yeah, saw you there. I like, oh. was. I, li- I, did a, I did a weed festival called Camp Cannabis uh, two weekends ago, I think. October 6th, I forget. But it was, I literally went on stage and like, this this feels like a trap. I'm the only <laughs> not white person for miles. No, no, keep going, Brownie. <laughs> yeah, and I was, keep on going. I was a headliner. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, "What? What is this?" But that all is to say, like their hotel that we were staying at, we went up to the bar at night, and the guy was just rattling off the three things that are there to do. And what everyone in Michigan knows everything there is about Michigan because that's how it's like one giant small town. That yeah. place. Yeah. No, you got to go jump in the lake. <laughs> what? It's fucking October. Yeah. yeah, but just do it. Yeah, we do it every morning. Come Get on, the man. Fuck out of seen the giant seesaw on 14th Street? <laughs> yeah. It's no. Like, Get oh, on it. You got to have the sandwich at the Landmark Inn. Uh, which they is always want you to eat one thing. There's always one thing they garbage want you to plates eat. in Rochester. Rochester, yeah. Rochester, there you go. You got to get a garbage plate. It's like, what? That. Does that sound appealing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you got to get a diarrhea mouth. That's, it's a, Oh, you love it. Yeah. It's so good. Shit on a fucking plate. Go you gotta for it. You got to get your poop on a plate is good. That's our Tommy's. It, it's so, it, was, it was ridiculous. But they, tr- like, they try to convince you of uh, the things that you're like, look, man, I just want to hear do the job and chill out. Exactly. If you had one neat thing for me to see, I'm, I'm good. I don't, need, I don't need you to try to wow me. I was in St. Louis. St. Louis you've done, I met. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, you got to go to the city museum. Yeah. You ever been? Yeah. It's a fucking pedophile's dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we, Mookie and I, my, my friend, and, and it was open for me, we, were there, we got told we got to go to the city museum. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm down to see something new I've never seen before. We go there, and we're online, and there's like kids in front of us with an uh, uh, older mom. And we asked, I was like, is this like a good place for adults? And she's like, yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm like, okay, cool. Spend like thirty dollars to get in, and the instant you get in, you're like, "Oh, she meant it's a good place for adults to throw their kids away and have them run around and hopefully yeah. not get molested by someone who's just there." <laughs> it was so stupid, but it's like that's what you're telling your people in the city to go to, right? Like, you some... can't be rogue adults at those places. Yeah, it's like Disney World, right? Like you got to go with a kid. You can't be a forty year old and just show up. And we're just we're walking through the museum. Like at some point, it's got to turn. At some point, there's got to be something <laughs> redeeming about right. this entire place. Right. Show me the bar. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not a bar. There's not good food. There's nothing. The best place is the exit. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck did I? Get? Why did I come here? By the way, do you trust anybody who's over 
let's say 25 and go to goes to a Disney resort alone. Mm-mm. I, but the, but so many people do. It's shocking. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's creepy. I more than I think it's sad. A little sad yeah. like like uh I understand the nostalgia and being attached to something but nope. I'm also I don't. Not Disney. Uh, not Disney. That's yeah. for children specifically. Yeah, it's like It's not like your favorite food. Yes, I, and I don't want to talk too much shit about it only because I got cousins that love it so much i'm like but guys let's rip them up what are y'all doing <laughs> <laughs> they were do they wear disney clothes no they didn't wear disney that clothes. Always, that's a white thing that's yes. whites whites love disney if clothes. i saw an indian person in a mickey mouse t-shirt i would call the police <laughs> this person's been abducted and just broke out from where the fuck they were trapped <laughs> by older white people <laughs> it is so funny to think i don't even know why i understand completely you're like if i saw an indian guy yeah. in that i'd be like what's going on are you okay Okay. All right, what's happening to you? But if man? I see a white in it that's older, I'm like, it's all right. They're, you know, a little slow. A little slow. A little slow on this on the upswing. <laughs> but an Indian guy for some reason, like my neighbors growing up, uh-huh. when we moved to the suburbs, my neighbors in the suburbs where we're Indian. And uh You're welcome. Thank you. So for great by the way, great people. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful human beings. Yes. Uh but their dad looked like every Indian dad I would have imagined an Indian dad would look like. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, like me in ten just, years. Yeah, well, you don't like flannel. Do you like flannel? I love a good flannel. Okay, yeah, he rock, some, always yeah. rocked a tucked in flannel with jeans. Oh, hell yeah. And jeans with dress shoes, which is always, that's key Indian, <laughs> that's jeans, a, dress shoes. You were you were living next to a spy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a man who was like, I will blend in. <laughs> I will be here. No one will know. <laughs> the shoes they were great. Away, yeah. They were great. It just looked like what an Indian dad in my mind would look like who's like got glasses and kind of balding and like. Uh-huh. He looked exactly like every guy I think that... Yeah, it's almost as if they made him in a lab. Good. And they're like, we'll plant you right here. Don't don't, don't make too much noise. Be very sweet to everybody. No one will suspect what's really going on. Yeah, if it's the Americans, but the Indians, you know, like that. That's a show they should, that we should make. Yes. Let me write on it. Please. I'll be the white voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have one on these. You could be the unsuspecting neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Dude, everything I booked now is like weird white neighbor. I did house party. They remade house party. I'm the crazy white. I'm the only white on the poster. Oh, mate. oh that was you. Yeah, that's me. That's awesome. And man. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote. Did you meet LeBron? No. Ah. Lebr- Lebr- no, no. He helicoptered in. Uh, and le- I never met him. I know ne- he wasn't even a, I worked with the two main kids and then one other, uh, lady on the show uh-huh. and <clears throat> it was in and out, but I wrote on Jamie Foxx's, uh, um, uh, Instagram, he put up a picture of the poster, and I just wrote, I'm the white one. Uh-huh. under, And it got, like, removed, so I wrote it again, and then they find, they left it the second time. But I don't know if the algorithm of Instagram was like, is this a, race, a race-based tweet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it, like, shuffled it to nothingness. I couldn't find it. Uh-huh. And then finally, when I found it again, it had gone down the line of 8,000 comments. Uh. But I was like, that's so interesting that, I, that they pulled it away. Like, I wonder, does the computer do that? It, I, I was... It's, Does Jamie Foxx's assistant do that? It's either it's probably Jamie Foxx's assistant or the algorithm. Yeah, it's I would think it's the assistant because I don't know if the algorithm is reading I'm the white one as a racist thing. But white, yeah, maybe. I, I guarantee you the keywords are colors, and they're like ah. Yeah, there's there's definitely that going on because I know in TikTok that happens for sure. Well, you get muted on TikTok now, which is wild. Yeah, you get muted. I've I've been muted. I've been flagged for. 
sexual harassment speech or uh, hate speech, and I just appeal all the time. I've yeah. only not won an appeal like once or twice. Uh, but it, it is, it's, the algorithm that's reading it is smarter than all of us. It's just like super fast and I can't. I can't it. wait till it kills us. I got to see one of those um, Boston Dynamics robotic dogs. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen those in real life? Uh, no. Dude, they're fucking. It's it is the wildest shit you've ever seen. How tall are they? Uh, this high. They're about you know two and a half feet off the ground, three the one, feet off the, the ground. The ones that do the backflip. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That was it. Uh huh. It's about I would say four feet long, so give or take, and you know two and a half feet, two two and a half feet off the ground, uh-huh. and you know they pre-programmed with all this stuff and they were showing me like some of the tricks they can do with it and some of like the movements they can do and it all i kept laughing about was like they were like god oh, so and we're all cracking up because it's kind of funny to watch it do it but my mind the whole time was like this thing will get up on its two hind legs at some point and just yee-dee-dee and just crack the engineer's neck didn't it there's no doubt didn't they, don't they already have the, the... Well, one of them caught feelings really literally what? Not the dog. They developed an AI. You can uh, Google this, but there's this. Uh, they developed a program they were implanting in a in like a you know like a machine in a body type huh. machine, and they were trying to get it to respond to emotion and all that stuff. And after time, it had started. It started to like. Is this the? Is this? Are you talking about the Google story? Is it Google? The, well, I know Boston Dynamics had uh, the the. They just signed a pledge saying you know we'll never use it for evil or anything like that. I didn't. <laughs> The Google, Google's, one of Google's engineers that was working on their AI said that they felt that the AI they created had the consciousness of a seven-year-old or something like that. And it was like, uh, it had caught feelings, so to speak. Yeah, that, that, maybe that's the one. I just okay. read one that was like, it started to like emote a little bit or like respond to emotions yes, on its I, own. I think it might be the yuck. same one. Big time yuck. Yeah. And I can't wait to go down at the hands of robots. By the way, you are my overlord. Let me be your slave. I'll yes. say that right now to the robots. Yes, so you own the, me. That's the robot camera. Robots. No, no, your robot camera's over there. Okay, I'm saying it. I'm saying what he said to China and the robots. <laughs> <laughs> you speak Chinese, right? Yeah, you've said I you're say, learning. Yeah, I say uh, uh, a few things in Chinese. Uh, ni hao. Uh, gracias. <laughs> it's all going to be Chinese at some point. At some point, yeah. yeah. At some point, this will be translated in live in live time. <laughs> yes. Whiskey ginger in live time Chinese. It was, uh, uh, but that that robot thing that you're talking about, the the Boston Dynamics dog. Yeah. I, there was a Reddit thread or a Reddit video. Someone had compiled like all like the evolution of the of the Boston Dynamics robot. You uh-huh. got to see that shit. By the the second one, or not the, like the second to last one, is basically doing like parkour. It's like you could like move it, and instead of it's AI that's reacting to, Oof. like getting its balance back and all that kind. Of, you could hit it with like a ten pound, like ten pounds of force, and it, it would just, still fix itself. Yeah, and so they were like autopilot on a plane. Basically, it's like the same tech is like yep. figuring out how to take a hit and then keep moving. Yep, and Great. but that that it was after like that last iteration where like Boston that Boston Dynamics had to like be like. We swear we won't use this for war or evil. Okay. It's like, right. Yeah, wait till the government's like, we're going to nationalize your stuff or you're going to give us, we're going to give you a billion dollars and you're going to make these robots for us. So we Or don't. we're going to give you money and still kill you. Yes. So we'll give you a lot of money. We'll still murder you guys. Yes, exactly. No one will know. We'll Epstein you, baby. Hmm. In here, we pour whiskey. Hey, gear up for the fall with B Spoke. Post, my friends. I've talked about Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. The box of awesome is very much that. Uh, it's it's easy. It's essential to get started. You just go online and take a quiz or questionnaire, if you will, because there's no wrong answers at boxofawesome.com. 
Your answer is going to help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in the box of awesome is from a small and up-and-coming brand. 90%. Pretty impressive if I say so. It's free to sign up, skip a month, or cancel at any time whatsoever. Look, they sent me over a bunch of new Box of Awesomes because they love me very much. They sent me uh, the cask this time, which I thought was incredible. Uh, each barrel is handcrafted from American white oak, baby. It's been charred to create a smokier cocktail, and you can make your own cocktail in a cask and let it sit. Uh, you can age it as well, which I think is amazing. And you can mix some concoction of a couple of different whiskeys around the crib. See what it tastes like in a couple of weeks or months or days or hours, depending on how uh, wet your lips are and how bad you want to have a sip. So uh, all you got to do to get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter the code whiskey at checkout, boxofawesome.com. Code whiskey for 20% off your first boxofawesome.com. Code is whiskey. You love drinking coffee every morning? You know I do. I drink way too much coffee. I'm having about five cups right now per day because I'm in the middle of shooting, and it helps. Um, you got to check out Trade Coffee. Trade makes it super easy to get the best coffee delivered fresh from the finest local roasters around the country right to your door. Uh, I just got some the other week, and I got to tell you, delicious. I'm a little skeptical because I'm kind of a coffee snob, uh, but going to a coffee shop, it's quite an experience, but it's something that uh, most of us can do any single day of the week. If you're looking for delicious local coffee shop taste on a daily basis in the comfort of your own home without leaving because you don't want to take off that robe and them slides because you're shuffling around the house. You got to get some trade coffee. Uh, it's it's delicious. It's a subscription service. makes it so easy. You discover new coffees, new kinds, new blends, new brands. Um, and it's easy and convenient to discover brand new coffees on there. They're going to send you ground coffee or whole beans if you like grinding them yourself if you make coffee at home. Whether you're just getting started or you're a coffee aficionado or snob looking to discover something new, Trade guarantees you'll love their first bag or they'll send you a new one for free. I'm going to give it to you, all right? Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding the perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription. That's a lot of coffee. Plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash whiskey. Drinktrade.com slash whiskey for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Once again, that's drinktrade.com slash whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. So this wine has gone down smooth so far. Yes. And are you willing to have another glass? Yeah. Okay, pour your. Let me pour it for you because that's only it's only right if I pour you some. But I'm I'm interested. <clears throat> I don't want to promote this wine at all. But it's <laughs> funny that Bert would give you wine saying it's not going to cause you a hangover. But the real reason that he doesn't get hangovers is because you know he's a genetic freak. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. I yeah, know. he's I, yeah, I, he's repulsive. He's a pig. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. I anticipate you're going to be hungover for sure. Some hung. Well, I'm not going to go sleep. What do you mean? My flight's at 6 a.m. My car's coming at 4. Oh, yeah. Just hang out then. So, you know, I'll just be up. A little bit drop there. Your flight's at 6 a.m.? Yeah. Good for you, man. You do the, do you, are you fancy? Do you do, uh, I didn't book Delta One this time. Lay flats? Yeah, I didn't this time. It was just like three grand one way. I was like, oh, 2,400 one way. I was like, I'm not three grand. Yeah, I was like, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a whiskey sponsor yet. Jesus. Uh, They're really getting us. uh, At least not that kind, but, right. Uh, uh, Comfort Plus, and I'm Diamond, so I was like hoping for an upgrade, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's some, too many actual rich people getting on yeah, the plane. The, yeah, the richies are going to get through. You know, and so uh, uh, I'll be in Comfort Plus just chilling, but the Comfort Plus on the the new Delta flights 
It's still actually, crispy. It's still pretty nice. Yeah, still nice. So, yeah. uh, and it, it, it'll be super early, so I'll be tired, and I'll just, you know, pass the fuck out, put my sleep mask on. Like a real East Coaster. Exactly. Yeah. We need our whole, we need, West Coasters need our, our little beauty rest. Yeah, I got to sleep. You guys operate differently. Yeah, than yeah. Us, I'm, so. I'm going to try to pass out on the plane, but. Whatever. You we'll, live in Jersey, by the way? I live in Brooklyn. Okay. I lived in Borum Hill, Brooklyn, for the last seven or eight years, and I've been in Manhattan since, I mean, in New York since 04. Uh, I went to school there. Where'd you go? NYU. NYU. Oh yeah, wow! So fancy boy. Could have been fancier, you know. Could have could have gone to Columbia, but uh, uh, I was rejected. NYU is a great school. No, uh, no, I'm not. not Who'd you go for? I was a pre med when I joined, and became a pre med finance major my sophomore year, and then I dropped pre med my second semester junior year, so I graduated with a finance degree and like a minor in an almost minor in chemistry. In chem. Yeah. So you're a stupid guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm you doing... You sound com- like an idiot. I went to Arizona I, State, and uh, I'm really doing it. I'm doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so how smart could I be? Do you think you could have worked out better doing something else in those professions financially? Yes, for sure. Uh, but I feel like the upside on comedy is probably a lot higher... If I stay working the way I'm working right now, sure. Whereas uh, I think for a lot of people to get a, the upside that comedy has, you have to be you have to sea level in, in in your right in your job, where you have to be working like a hedge fund or like a, a crazy investment bank. Then these jobs get harder and harder to progress and get to that level, yeah. and you get older. Then you start after. Then you have to really backstab and kill people. Yes, I mean I. That's not to say I got friends who. Probably make Rogan money in, in in working in finance, and who make who make Tim Dillon money working in finance, and, mm. and more than that, like yeah. who kill it. But I I also know most of my finance friends are probably doing just as good as I, or 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 worse. But they've also been doing like I've I've only made a good amount of money in the last two years, two and a half years doing comedy. You know right. what I mean? Like thank you China, thank you China for sure. But, you know, just touring, you know, like before that, it was like, oh, where's my next job? Like SNL was a good job, but yeah, I was only there for a year. Before that, you know, I had random writing gigs here and there, but they, you know, you've done random writing gigs. They're, they're yep. not, they're not, you're not balling out with the random <gasps> writing gigs. You're not taking Delta One flights. Unless, no, it's a little bit of a favor sometimes. Yeah, unless the guild is paying for it kind of thing. So, Different story, yeah. But, you know, my friends who went the traditional route, who actually, like I didn't get a job outside of college, after college. I was unemployed for like a year and a half. So I was living at home, my parents' place. So minus that minus that year and a half, I've been in New York since 04, right? They were in Jersey, right? They were in Jersey, so like 40 minutes out. But at that time, my friends were all making, you know, uh, high five figures, low six figures wor- working in finance immediately after high school, I mean, yeah. after college. So yeah. it, it all feels like... Uh, playing a catch-up kind of game you're there now baby and you yeah. and then you soared past them yeah yeah and then it becomes like okay now it's time to really hit that shit and so to answer your question now maybe i would be doing better financially doing comedy but yeah uh had i done had i just stick, stuck that route and not hit this spot in comedy i've definitely been better off doing well, your happiness level level is yeah that's all that matters man my uh, uh one of my good friends uh from college like Makes great money, but he's just like, 
I'm so jealous, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't got to do anything tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm planned. I, but I did a lot of I did a lot of stuff on all the tomorrows. Yes. To get to the place where you don't have to do too many yeah, tomorrows. Yeah, I, I don't got shit to do. <laughs> but, uh, the, also, the culture of finance bros is uh, a little scary. It's a little nose heavy. A little fratty. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little fratty. Yeah. Speaking of which, I saw some frat kid online. They're suing the school. Missouri? Somewhere in Missouri, maybe? He's like... Oh, thank you for pouring this, bottle. Of course, please. He's like in the ER, still in critical condition. He, he had like a .43 BAC. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they drank the kid out of commission. That's terrible. It was funny because we drank a lot as kids. I never did any of that. You, were you in a fraternity? I mean, there was no fraternities at NYU. Is there fraternities? There, there were fraternities at NYU. I just never joined them. Skull and bones. Yeah, yeah, no. I think, I forget what the main ones were, but no, I, I never had interest in joining. My my group of friends is like a fraternity, but right. without without the fucking letters. And, yeah, yeah, without having to pay it into it. Exactly. It was just like in my floor, who like my first floor that I, like, my, what's it called, um, my dorm, my, the floor that ever, my yeah. first floor I shared with other people, most of us are still friends to this day. That's same. The friends that I made in, in that, you know, year, Yeah. I'm friends with to this day, because you, we end up living together the next year, and then same. we live together the next year. And That's why the proximity theory is real. That's what's so interesting, is you could plant yourself in any of those other dorm floors in a different dimension. You'd be best friends with those other people. Exactly. It's like, kind of creepy, huh? We reshaped entirely who you are. Yep. As a person, that's why I definitely believe in different dimensions and parallel universes. And because you're like, this could just be my life in another thing if all I did was two floors down, one yeah. floor up. If I were, if I read roomed with Sean instead of Victor, <laughs> I will be a doctor who traded stocks yeah. right now. Because that's what Sean did. Right. Instead, Victor was my friend from high school. He designs web, he like, he designed websites then and now is. Some crazy developer for a huge furniture site. Like, he does, like, crazy shit. He worked at Casper, and now he works here. Living Spaces? I forget the name. It's a, a, a new, brand new, uh, but, like, a, apparently a very good uh, furniture website. Sure. It starts with a K or something. I forget what it's called. Oh, KKK. KKK uh, Furniture? <laughs> yeah. All they make great stuff. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want your furniture white? <laughs> We Everything got. is unpainted. <laughs> yeah. None of our furniture is colored. This is all raw wood. The all KKK furniture. furniture. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it, so he works with some site like that. But had I been roommates with someone else, I would have been. Had I been roommates with my friend Thunmei, who is like a hedge fund quadrillionaire, I might have been also a hedge fund quadrillionaire. Like, sure. It was just, it's just how the cards were dealt for me. It's kind of beautiful, man. Yeah, I, I love it, and, and I. We always, in that in that reflecting hour that comes when you're coming down from Molly, you know, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for your Uber, you're like, yeah. man, we got a special thing going on yeah. right here, guys. <laughs> really, <laughs> we, we really are unique. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're the only 35-year-olds here. <laughs> that, that's what it is. How, how, did you, how did you find SNL in terms of, like, did you enjoy your time or was it? Because, look, a, we know a lot of guys that have been there. I'm friends with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I tested there myself. Like, mm -hmm. I went through that little gambit. When was that? Pete. Me mm -hmm. and Pete were the year. Oh, really? It was me and Pete. That was a long time ago. Yeah, a long time about ago. Ten years. Yeah, must have been about ten years. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Pete and I, yeah. Pete was a kid. I was 30. Yeah. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Truly. I actually really enjoyed it. And then so many of my friends that came and went from then... 
I saw so much misery in so many people's eyes, you know, and it was just a tough thing for a lot of the performers because there's so much ego and so much effort and so it's such a painstaking process and the hours and there's politicking and all that stuff that like we talk about or, you know, like inside baseball know about. It's interesting because just as a writer on the show, not mm-hmm. performing, I feel like it's a little bit more palatable. Well, I was also lucky and unlucky, but mostly very lucky that I was writing only on update. Right. And so all the quote unquote politicking that happens or whatever it was, you didn't I, was need kind, it. I was kind of blind. But you saw to, it. I, I didn't. I, I, I saw it to the extent that people would talk about, oh, this thing happened, this thing happened. But I was, ne- I was me and the other update writers, we were always kind of siloed in our great. corner of the office uh, of, the, of the floor. On top of that, I was the only new one in the update writer's uh, uh, room. So I was even more removed from having to give a shit about what was going on or anything right. like that. Um, so it was you, Che, Jost. Me, Che, Jost, Pete Schultz, uh, uh, Katie Rich, Josh Patton, Megan Callahan, Dennis McNichols. Um, who were the, the, like, Dennis and, and Pete. Pete was the head writer. Dennis McNicholas was, like, the head producer. And, and then Josh, Katie Rich, uh, Megan Callahan, and Peach and, and myself on the, writer, yeah. on the writing squad. And Scott, who was, uh, like, effectively a writer. Not effectively a writer. Our producer, he would give us all the prompts and all that kind of stuff. And, and so that room itself, and those update writers were all together in the same room. I was in Che's office. We shared a, Che and I shared an office. Uh, so I was even more isolated. Even better. It was good in the sense I was like by myself, but bad in the sense I couldn't pick stuff up from the, the people that. around me. But maybe that's healthy in the terms of the, you know, of the creation individual because you're not getting influenced. You don't have to like think about the other people's thoughts about it. Yeah, it, it was good in that sense, but also bad in that sense because it was... I, my learning was again just all on my own. I wasn't surrounded. Do you not prefer that? Not in that situation. In hindsight, I didn't prefer that situation. Sure. Like I would have. I think I would have learned a lot better had I been in the same room. Group think. Yeah, or at least it, it. It was just one of those positions where like, I was never. I'm not a. I'm a quick study, but I'm not a curious person necessarily yeah, should, you, in, in that yeah. situation. Yeah. And so what, I was like, well, I'll just figure this shit out and just do whatever I think is right. Right. As opposed to being like over-communicating anything. Which I feel like many people do in those situations because yeah. they're worried about what's going on there. Yeah. I did not do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, this will be fine. You know, yeah. my boy hired me. I'm here to help support sure. Che and, and, and everyone else. And it was like, I'm, I'm here because of that. Did you want to continue on or no? I would love to have stayed on... Because it felt like right at the end, it was... Come on, Che! <laughs> uh, I, I felt like right at the end, I was getting my stride. Um, but at that point, it was like... I was very grateful that I got to be there. Once my once my photo went up on the writer's room wall... That's cool. And I know... It's that, was it a good photo? It, we all... I think... I forget what was... There's some weird, like, uh, Instagram challenge that was going on at the time. So us and the... Uh, the new writers, uh, I think we all did some like weird Instagram challenging that was going on uh, with the hoodies on or something like that. I don't know what it was. So, no, uh, it wasn't a good photo, but it's a photo nonetheless. Yeah, it's uh, there. and it's there forever. And it's there until whenever they decide to not. Until a plane hits that building. Yes, exactly. We'll be right back. <laughs> 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 
dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, NBC covers yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that uh, is kind of that. That is beautiful, though. I said that to Brooks Whelan. We walked through the hallway. I've known Brooks. We started comedy together. We were, we came up together, and I, we walked. How was Brooks? Huh? How is he doing? Good. That's good. That's yeah, he's good. I mean, he's he, you know, dude, he's really found. He's really found. We're you know, I'm talking very personal about a good friend of mine, but. He's really found his way into what I think is like exactly what Brooks is always. He's always been an adventurous, like get up, get out, go travel and do, and yeah. like live in the woods and live in the mountains. And I was always jealous of that. And he was always like, why don't you just do it? And then at some point you realize you're like, but that's not who I am. Yeah. Uh, I, remember- I, li- I like showering. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I hate dirty feet. When I met Brooks, I was like, he told me he was like a, a biochem major. Yes. He's a very, very bright man. Like and I was a very like, bright dude. Oh, you're a genius. Yeah, he is. He and worked on, in a, on heart valves he's, when I first met him. Yeah, he's like a fucking <clears throat> super smart guy. Yeah. And then what what I love about super smart people in general that behave the way he does is like, you got to figure it out, man. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, like you know that, that the only point of life is to just be like outside hanging there or like... That calling, if you feel that, that is what you're supposed to be 100%. doing. Hundred percent. He yeah. lives very in the moment. The the he worked on <clears throat> his company worked on a family member of mine's mm-hmm. heart valve, mm-hmm. and they tracked it. They can track down the actual number of the valve because they're attached to all these vins. Mm-hmm. They're basically a car in your chest. Yeah. And you know exactly who made it. You uh-huh. can be. You could actually meet the people that made it if you really feel like That's it. That's fucking. Which crazy. is even more wild. But when I walked with him through the halls of SNL. I had had a couple of soda pops, mm-hmm. so I was buzzing a little bit, and I was mm-hmm. feeling it. I got, and sometimes I get emotional, and my Jekyll and Hyde drunk is never like angry, fight. I'm always like maybe a little too sappy right. or emotional, and and I told him, I said, you have to, this is incredible, yeah. and he kind of was fucking it off. He was like, come on, man, stop. You're, you know, like probably embarrassing like a dad. Uh-huh. Where it's like, you got to get a picture in front of the picture. <laughs> but I was like, this is powerful, man. You got to realize this is a, an institution. It is a cool hallway to walk down. That, and, it, and, it's, and it's forever, you're forever embedded into the list of these names. Yeah. And whether, h- however he feels about it today is how he feels about it because your individual take of something is obviously significantly different than those that just come in for a little brief moment in time. Mm-hmm. But that's still something, again, for you too, like, how fucking dope. To, to, they fucking chiseled you into the book. You're there now with that thing for the rest of time. I will forever cherish the time I had. That. I remember it. There was a window of time between the reality of working there and the dream of working there. Yeah. That window of time, I remember being some of my fondest memories ever. Yeah. I was just like, I remember what it was like to... To call my then girlfriend or fiance, I think we were fiance or girl. Uh, no, we were girlfriend boyfriend at that point. Still, and telling her, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody, <laughs> bitch. I know you're. I know. Hey, bitch, don't tell nobody. <laughs> I know. I know you're in the car with your parents right now, but hold it together. Yeah. I just got SNL. I remember. I remember that. I remember where I was. It was midtown Manhattan. I was a little buzz. I got a text. Mike texted me when I was. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? on my way to drink at a bar and he just dm'd me he's like congrats man he didn't even text me he just congrats you now work at snl i was like what are you talking about and then and then like that was it and it was just like uh i I remember that feeling i remember there was like a big show that um that summer that 
Che and Joe went up to Montreal to do uh, a, a gala. Oh, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, myself and Claire Friedman, uh, a very funny writer that Joe brought on, I remember us two thinking, man, this is crazy. We are, we're about to write on SNL, aren't we? Yeah. And, then, and then that summer being like the most fun. And then right before SNL started, Che and Jost and, and I think uh, I think they had like this big show in at the public hotel or something like that. And I just remember no one knew, but Cypher Sounds knew. And he uh Cypher knows everything. Yeah, he, he has the key to the world. He he he, he said on stage, Congrats to Mesh Patel and people were like, What are they congratulating for? I was like, Oh, I got Saturday Night Live and it was just like such a surreal moment to be in comedy where i was at and then then went across the street and i went to sweet chick the uh fried chicken spot oh yeah and i got three hundred dollars worth of fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> and i brought it back to the green room i was like this is all me <laughs> i'm sweet chicken this whole fucking place up <laughs> i work at snl now and rosebud was a vegan and uh or a vegetarian or some shit or being vegetarian and she bit into this vegetarian chicken, and it was the most disgusting chicken oh. anyone's ever had. She's like, why would someone do that? I was like, I, I you can't told fake, you. You can't fake that shit. It was just cabbage, fried yeah. cabbage. <laughs> I remember that, that summer, I'm, I think of it so fondly. Uh, and that time at the show, I think of it, I can only think of it fondly. My Whatever was going on work-wise was secondary to the fact that I was part of this thing. Yeah. And that I could bring my cousins, ev like every writer's room. You've been to the writer's room a few times, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. F from a writer's perspective, it's like, who do I get to bring to this fucking wonderland? Yeah. I and I remember thinking, man, I get to bring my cousins to this show. I would be asking other writers, like, you bring, you going to use your tickets? Because I got family, yo. <laughs> they're 20 minutes away. They're, they're downstairs right now. 700 relatives here. <laughs> yeah, they're today. downstairs. They're downstairs right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, I w and I just remember, like, how fun it was to bring my friends and family, like, people who sofas I slept on when I was starting comedy who I was like, yo, let's, me, you, Jeff Ross, uh, and, and we're gonna hop in this Escalade and we're gonna go to the fucking uh, Christmas party right now. Yeah. Thank you for letting me sleep on your sofa. Ten years ago, when I started John and Josh. Like that was. I just remember those moments. Being like, man, that what, what a fucking fun thing to share with people. Wow. Like beyond just being able to work with Che, like my closest friend, and and just be around, meet Charles Barkley and all that. Beyond that shit, I I remember finally like being like, my whole crew is here. We hanging. This is like this may not last, and it didn't. But it was like a very. But uh, it happened. Uh, it happened. Yeah. I remember feeling like so cool just being like at the after parties, like, I got the dinners. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry now, about it. We're not it. doing that as much now. But, <laughs> no. But we were then. <laughs> no. In hindsight, I should have been doing that then. <laughs> the check wasn't that big. <laughs> well, look, I think you got, uh, you know, I think you got a lot of time and space ahead of you to keep making good moves. I've seen you from afar. I've had a parasocial relationship with you which is kind of wild. Mm -hmm. You introduced yourself when you walked in the door, <clears throat> which is kind of wild. Yeah. Because I know who you are, but I don't I don't know you. We but, never met before. Yeah, I but it think. does feel, but that's what's strange is you, mm. I feel like I, I, I know you a little bit just because on the internet, but that is what's, neg what's negative about parasocial is people think they ha have a piece of you. What's positive is you feel like you can, 
I comfortably know you even though I didn't know you, which is kind of nice. That's a cool thing to ha- experience in that sense, which I, I hadn't thought of it that way. You when know, you walked in that door, I felt like I knew you anyway. Oh, I'm glad you felt that way. Thank you very much. I'm glad. You, I, I don't, It's weird for you to kiss me on the mouth. I thought that was an Indian <laughs> thing. That's thought, what I thought, we do. Yeah, no, it was a little <laughs> Sorry strange. Sorry for grabbing your ass a little bit. No, that's high. not that big of a deal. <laughs> We're going to have a talk about it. Uh, uh, but look, I appreciate you coming here. Um, uh, I hope people go see you on the road and keep continuing great please, work. Please, please come see uh, me. What's your website again? Plug it again. FindingNemesh.com. FindingNemesh.com. Yes, ma'am. All over the internet uh, to see this man. Go get some tickets. We end the show the same way. Uh, look into that camera right there. Say one word or one phrase to take us out. We used to do a word. Some people didn't want a phrase. or So one word or a phrase into that camera whenever you're ready. Life is about balance. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.